Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I remember back on our very first date in the... I'll tell you what, even the explicit rating... <laughs> Still just makes us a little bit taut in this victorial department when Kevin Bloody Wilson singing, Welcome to Scotty and Swanny. Thanks to Sheen Panel Service, 1300 Repair. Hey, boys. How you going? Hey, well, hey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm flat. Oh, you're flat. I was happy till we got here. What happened? Well, we've taken over the studio from the Fox Footy podcast. Have a look at that. Research notes. You've got the JLT series, Power Rankings, Jesse Hogan. Brad Johnson, what's the main research you've done so far for today, Dave? That um, the Sesame Street question that <laughs> um, that was tweeted to us. So you got me covered, um, mate. It was a doozy too. But I've, in the end, I I, I realised it's a very easy answer. So I don't know when you want to get into that, but um, but I've yeah, got well, me, I've got me it, answer. Seriously, it seems we've gone off the boil since uh, <laughs> since I was away from the bike. It seems they've lost its direction well, just a little bit. Where the fuck hey. are we talking about Sesame Street puppets? Well, mate, Look, hang on. In fact, that's a stupid Hang question. on. We wow. need to start this. <laughs> Why is it we need to start this properly, okay? First topic for the weekend. It involves yeah. one of our very own. It involves courage. It involves getting out of your comfort zone. It involves selflessness. So yes, thank you. Thank Dane, you. tell us about the <laughs> Tiger Airways trip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. you, you were nervous. Oh, Jesus. mate. Yeah, well, Tiger. Well, to be fair... Um, the leg room actually wasn't too bad. It was the only flight I could catch. It wasn't too bad, but so I got there. Where'd we go? Tassie. Yeah. Um, so I got there and man, we're all, we're all on time. So I was like. Did bags get there? Yeah, no, I was just carry on. I was only, I was there in Tassie for about 14 hours. Um, so I got, we're on, I think I'm going to take off at 6.15. Uh, well, everyone was on, checked on, like doors were shut at like 17, 18 past six. I was like, fuck this is that. So it's not bad. I had decent yeah, enough. Tiger. Yeah, I had a decent enough leg room then. Aisle or window? Uh, I was, what was I? No, I was window. That was window. Yeah. But then I think Tiger being Tiger, I think they obviously have a reputation of, you know, delaying flights and cancelling flights. So Tiger, I thought, fuck, we're going to wait on time. And then obviously Tiger said, no, fuck it. We're going to sit here for 45 minutes and do nothing. <laughs> well, they didn't want to disappoint. So that's exactly what we did. <laughs> the reputation. We sat there for 45 minutes on the, for, for no, I don't know no. why. I don't know. I think 
I, I had my headphones in, so I couldn't listen. But like, the thing was back. We, were, we weren't backed out onto the runway, but we we're just sitting there. Like the the door was gone. We we're ready to go, and I think Tiger just went. You know what? We have a reputation on our pole, yeah. so we're not getting away I mean, unless we're an hour late. Do you know whose fault it is? I reckon the air traffic controllers are like bouncers at a nightclub. They go, yep. oh, good looking chick. Come through, sweets. Yep, yep. That's your, yep. Also that's your Emirates through. sort of. And, and that's yeah. the air traffic controller going, oh, Qantas, good looking. Yeah. Oh, Virgin, good looking. Tiger, you're not coming in here. You yeah. won't get in for a long time. We're full. We're absolutely that's what, choppers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I said, Tiger just got bullied the fuck off the runway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Qantas and Virgin just come out and go, sit down, son. Excuse sit down, me. little guy. So that's what we did. I was, I got, I had a function and started at 7.30, got there at 8.30, 20 to 9. Oh. I was out by 11, so I was pretty good. So, <laughs> so I'd like to thank Tiger for making me an hour and a half flat. It was, it was magic. Um, hey, just, thought of th- just thought of something here. Is Leon Pickering still your manager? I don't know who Leon, Leon Pickering. Pickering. I don't know who Leon, Leon Pickering is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know who Leon Pickering is either. But um. well, because I'm thinking, you quote unquote said the one of the reasons you knew the jungle was for you is quote unquote you were very good at doing fuck all. Yeah, yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's yeah, true. You, well, surely Tiger Airways. This this could be a commercial opportunity for you. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, I, I'm available. Open. <laughs> hey, all I'd need to do is show me a check and Tiger's the best airways in Australia. There's no, nothing sure about it. Having to sit there Absolutely. and do fuck all. Exactly. I've got my iPad. I've got my Netflix. Um, I, just, I don't want to um, retrace steps from right. old podcasts because normally we'd just like to put that in the can and forget about <laughs> it if it ever happened. <laughs> What's your problem with aisle seats again? Because I'm a, you know what? You call me a serial killer or a well, you're psychopath. psychopath. I'm a big man. I need the leg to go out. Yeah, but I, I'm an aisle man for all, all through but, and through. But like when you're, like if you're having, if you're sleeping and stuff, and your feet are on the aisle, and you, you get kicked with the carry cart and with the cart or whatever it is, and people trying to get over you, mate, it's an absolute nightmare. And I, we didn't even talk about the middle seat because like people shouldn't be alive who were dead set middle seat fans. That's a good point. If you prefer the middle <laughs> seat over anime, you just you, might, flatten your you don't deserve to, you don't deserve to be alive. Oh, um, there's nothing sure of. But man, aisles are if, for an hour. I could maybe see an aisle if you need to stretch out. But if on a long haul or like go over to Perth, you want to be an aisle man. You mate, you're not well. Oh man, all through and through. Oh, oh man, that's through and through. That's this could be the last episode of this podcast. I don't think I can work. I don't, I don't think I can work with an aisle guy. By the way, we we Scotty Scotty and I feel a bit put out. You were having a good chat with someone before we we came in here, uh, and you didn't introduce us. Yeah, what was that? Pardon? You were having... <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, we chat with someone. Hey, Swanee, I haven't seen you since that uh, country footy. Oh yeah, that was a while ago, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've looked at Ralph and gone, he's got no fucking idea what he's talking, do he? This wasn't on the rundown, boys. <laughs> That's when you're jumping over the top. And this is one of the great gags you can play to all your friends is someone's talking away. Brett Hetty used to do it to Dean Kemp all the time. Yep. And these two blokes just live for hanging shit on each other. And um, this bloke's come storming over the pub going, Kempy, Kempy, remember me, brother? And Tommy, Dean Kemp doesn't want to upset anyone. He's nice to hear everybody go, of course I do, brother. How you going? And they were talking for five minutes. And I looked at Jobby and said, he's got no fucking idea who that is, does he? He goes, no, watch this. He just walks up and says, Tommy, 
Introduce me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, big ears. Introduce yourself, mate. No, no, introduce me. And the bloke's all wide-eyed and smiling. Introduce me. He goes, oh, I fucking can't, mate. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> so, so what's what's the uh, – have you have you two got um, got certain protocol with, with the uh, with the missus? Oh, absolutely. How does that work? Well, if I haven't introduced her within eight seconds, she's to introduce herself so I know who the person is as well. <laughs> so how does Naomi go about it? Oh, generally she just buries me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. That it works, doesn't it? Generally, oh, yeah. she'll just yeah, yeah. Sit there and she'll, oh no. Sometimes it, she'll just go. Oh, excuse me. Hi, I'm Naomi. And yeah. I go, oh, sorry. Do you, have you met Naomi? Do you know Naomi? Instead, I'm waiting for them to say, oh, "G'day, I'm Ralph." Yeah, Ralph. Ralph. No, is Ralph. there a bit? Yeah. Is there a bit of stand on footwork beforehand to say, oh, "I don't know who this person is." <laughs> please. No, nah, there's. A, we've been together a long time, Ralph. So there's a there's a vibe. <laughs> I send it's like a Jedi knight trick. Yeah, Taylor's hopeless. Introduce too. yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, but Taylor's hopeless. So we'll be, we'll be in the confectionery aisle of Coles looking for the next block of chocolate. And some bloke will walk up and go, hey, Smart buddy, what's going on? Remember me from three years ago when we did that thing? Yeah, yeah. When we, we had a beer here, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Man. How are you going? Taylor just, like I said, her eyes just burning through the side of my head. And I was like, oh, I can't fucking introduce her. I don't know him. And then she said, why didn't you never introduce me to anyone? I said, have you not, we've been here 11 years, have you not picked up the clues yet? <laughs> yeah. If I'm standing there and just I'm in an hour and I don't know who it is. <laughs> and we, what else? Yeah, we actually argued. Speak of which. What, we what argued last yeah. night too. We need, need to get oh, to the bottom of this. Oh, no. I want, to, I want to figure out who's right. So I'm telling you right now, she is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but she, she well, is. Well, it's not what you. is wrong with you? Well, no. Listen to me story. Okay. People think, I don't know if people think I make this shit up, but this is like, this always happened, man. I'm cursed. <laughs> so I'm starting to feel for some of your dramas yeah, exactly. over the last few weeks. I might not have went and afford a parking ticket this morning, which we can get into, but um, I'm getting old and grumpy. But um, So, yeah, obviously I don't do a lot during the days. Um, and so there was a bit of laundry and stuff. I like the obviously. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of laundry and stuff um, around. So being the lovely guy, the, the kept man that I am, I just pot around the house to make sure everything's sorted. So I you know, put some stuff on the on the clothes horse, um, some clothes on the clothes horse as you do and then there was stuff in the dryer and I grabbed the stuff out of the dryer and took it upstairs and then I grabbed the stuff the um the washing machine was open so there was stuff in it so I grabbed that yeah put that in the dryer yeah as you do hit 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 the dry thing whatever and then um carried on me day and then (laughs) carried on with your day yeah then went back to the couch yeah then Taylor got home and I forgot to grab the stuff out of the dryer yeah and she got she was downstairs she was like Dane, have you washed these clothes? I was like, no, I just grabbed them out of the washing machine. She's like, yeah, but have you washed them? I said, well, you've obviously washed them because they're in a washing machine. We wouldn't just put them in there and just leave them there and push them up. Well, well, exactly. So she's like, have you smelled them? I said, well, why the fuck would I smell them? (laughs) They're straight in the washing machine. I said, I just grabbed them out of the washing machine, did the right thing, put them in the dry hit, go, and I've done my job for the day. Yeah. So Dane, they haven't been. She said, they haven't been washed. I said, well, it's your fault for not washing them. I'm not sure why you'd put them in the washing machine and, oh, and not that, just press a few more buttons and is, then go is, out. That is exactly my argument. Like, don't just put them on, leave them in the basket. Don't put them for a simple man like myself. Don't put them in the washing machine. Expect it's, them yeah. for me to do the washing. Put them in the basket, and then I might get round to putting them in the washing machine. And there is nothing. And them. There so, is nothing that can't wait. To, so from once right? the point where you shut the washing the washing machine door, mm. there's nothing that can't wait exactly. for you to go boom, 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 bing. So my point is, have, that's I, tar, that's tar, that's have I dried unwashed clothes? Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, guilty. But should they have been washed? 
before I got them out. I think I think you got to be careful when you say, "Should have they been washed? Should have my washing been fucking done, woman?" <laughs> well, or, no, I think you refrain from that. You, you know what they with, well, you know what they were. I don't know why you, you know what they were. They were towels. And oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're back there again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, so now you know what it's like to have smelly cardboard exactly. towels. Exactly, because I don't think I'm. I actually don't think I'm trusted to wash like Taylor's clothes and stuff like. Cause I no, know, no, you can't do. No, nah, because I delicates. Yeah, exactly. Make one yes. red. Make a make a white one pink because I throw oh, colours yeah. and that. So I'm, yeah. I don't think I'm super trust. I've trusted in dealing with delicates, but towels and old sheets. And then I, I've been given the all clear. Well, I, look, listen, I think um, I think you've got every argument on this one. I think it's a strange oh. thing to do, to put them in the machine and not push some buttons. Oh, mate, but thank you, you. Did you do the thing early in your relationship where you did that, put in a white T-shirt and a red sock? Oh, jeez, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do. And then you never get asked to do it again. Exactly, it's all when cleaning never. up, doing the dishes, doing shit else. And... Break one. Oh, well, I guess, mate. and we've got rules off the, off the top. We've got rules at home, what things can can't go in the dishwasher. Well, all dinner plates look the same to me. It's a dish. Oh, well, this this one can't go in the dishwasher. Why, not? why is that? Oh, because it's it's nice. Oh, it's the good stuff. Oh, it's so, the stuff so you want me scrubbing the... it, do you? Yeah, it's, it's the stuff <laughs> mate, you keep for when the queen yeah, comes. Yeah, out. exactly, mate. It's not good. How, how many how many clothes over the years have you damaged for putting? You didn't put that in the dryer, did you? Um, you ever you got? Because Dane, you're not up to double figures yet of doing the laundry. Not delicate. So I'm, no. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty good with towels and, and sheets and that now, but um, but yeah, but yeah. Um, Speaking of delicates, Scotty, uh, yeah, that's me. This what? time last week, uh, I think the quote—I just roughly, not overly worried about getting it word for word—but I think the quote was, "I'm worried my doodle's not going to work again." Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> How are we going? on the money. <laughs> How are we going? It was there was still another three days of pain for you, um, uh, and talk us through it. Well, it turns out, right? It turns out there's been a good result. I wasn't really going there. No, because I thought we would we'd, um, <laughs> we thought we'd treat ourselves on Saturday and check into ground. Apologise for all the disturbing images that are going through our viewers' heads right now. Um, check into ground. Tune out for the next 30 seconds. Joining rooms with the kids. And oh, Jesus Christ, she's good. She just knows what I'm about to say <laughs> something shit. She just texts me. Just come up here. Knows. Tyler um, just literally just texts me too. It, um, it's just no, no. It's um, it's all aboard, and um, and let me just say the uh, lack of feeling was a plus for none, <laughs> <laughs> or a minus. <laughs> Never a plus for. Her. <laughs> so the so you, we spoke to you on the Tuesday night, yeah, and you had three big was days that, to I go. I have no idea what night it was when we spoke. I was a broken man that day. You, you, you sounded it, yeah. So how did you get through the last three days? Um, the same as I got through the other seven. It was just um, that was the hardest ten days of my life. Harder yeah. than last year's? Yeah, by a mile. Just mainly because of the climbing. But it was also last year we got blessed with the headwinds. We didn't oh. get any. We had nine out of ten days headwind on uh, on this trip and. Um, it might surprise you, but that the, the wind sort of affects me. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, I was I was shot to bits, absolutely shot to bits. So as I said, there's some people there that I wouldn't have got through without. So Travis Old from the AFL, just a dead set. He was Herculean getting me up Mount Hotham and following day as well. And uh, Marcus Altman and, and Craig Jansen, who owns Giant in South of the Area, just a superstar. Those blokes there saved me, but... It was the toughest thing I've done, ever. How's the body? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've still lost, uh, I've still got tingling in f- three fingers on my right and, and two on my left. A couple of my toes are still tingling. 
Um, that was a naught from I, sitting down for that long. Uh, well, listen, I got I got ridiculed mm. a lot for buying one of those little seat covers. <laughs> I bought a little Rock Brothers gel silicon seat cover. Oh, the one? Oh, those cyclists, all oh, the pity cyclists, they potted me senseless. Uh, day four, they're all on it off. They're all looking at it. I'm so, sorry to my visual here of you wearing a seat cover. Remember well, Wide World of Sports where they they get the karate bloke out and and he'd have to he'd have to chop through like sixteen house yeah, bricks. Couldn't do it. No, no, he put he'd put a little piece of soft towel on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the equivalent to your yeah, ass of the similar, bike seat? Similar, yeah. yeah. But no, I got through all right. I got through the uh, no, the backside's okay. It's yeah. all right. I got no energy. I need another week's sleep. But other than that, it's okay. But uh, yeah. There was, was no, there was no head wobble on the Friday of, of photos from Pucker Up or anyone. So oh, mate, I had to text I, uh, you to see if you're okay. Yeah, no, we, we rode into Toyota, who was a fantastic sponsor, supplied all the support vehicles, which I did not sit in with. <laughs> no, I, I was very happy about that. Um, and then we walked 100 metres up the road to the Colonial Brewing Company, and then they were in my house. <laughs> uh, all these little cyclists, you're in my house now. And they all fucked off. <laughs> Last thing I know, I'm just looking around. There's no one left to play with. But, uh, you're having to go at me for 10 days, but where are you now? Have you gone on a bike since? Uh, no, it's a bike is was put in my garage, Dane. And, uh, but I'll back on, get it, back ride, on it and ride the arduous 4.9 kilometres to work each day, have a eight to nine hour rest and then ride home again. <laughs> so, uh, Did you yeah, lose much weight? I believe so, yeah. I lost... Um, I think from the worst I was leading up to, I lost about eight kilos. Um, probably four or five from the ride. Yeah. Uh, one yesterday from um, the sheer bout of gastro with my body just <laughs> shut down. <laughs> you know, I'm sick. I had two crumpets for the whole day. We got some uh, messages from our uh, Instagram, Scotty and Swatty Instagram, right. from uh, Fran. Bloody amazing, Scotty, and all involved, destigmatizing something that has affected so many. Also, awesome mm. podcast. <laughs> I'm legit the idiot. People drive past in the car by cracking myself up while listening. From Mickey B, how are the agates? Cool. Any feeling back yet? So uh, agates sort of... are just back. They're back. Thank you for asking. I do like this one from Sean Buick. If the big fella had to choose between eating fake and every day or riding 100 kilometres every day for the rest of his life, what would he choose? Chuck it in the pan right now. <laughs> Put it in the pan. We'll give it a crack. Because faking you can eat in you know three or four seconds. From Linda Parker. That's Parker. a... Now I put uh, I put the fifteen faces of Scott from who uh, I, I put the, I'm just explaining yeah. for people who hasn't seen I the Instagram yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. It's yeah it's a lot of pain in that that's the face <laughs> of a man from Linda Parker willing to put himself through physical and emotional pain to try and help himself and others understand the crippling depression many go through a magnificent effort to bring such awareness for men's mental health great job Scott love you and from Pucker up bloody superhuman effort by the great man Scotty can you um, he's all yours again can handle the swearing for another guy did, did you did you oh, drop your standards oh, Scott did I you're not normally a big swearer no well look anyone who came within QE of me to give me shit advice while I was riding. Copped it. Um, so people who would say, this is this is the last hill. This is the last hill. <laughs> Fuck off, it's the last <laughs> hill. There's four more after that. So Lee, oh, lethal Lee. Thank you. He knows who I'm talking about too. You know, he's doing fantastic stuff at uh, DP at um, Mercedes and Turak. Nice man. Hmm. Liar. <laughs> last hill, Scotty. Last hill. And the fourth time, he goes, Scotty, I, I know. This is, I'm pretty sure this is the last bit in road to the other side of the road, so I couldn't hit him. Um, but cyclists, they speak shit. And ride directors, they speak shit. This is the last hill. 
They're only rollers. They're just rollers. <laughs> if it goes up, it's a fucking hill. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah. Well, I'm not positive. I'm only 11 and a half months till you go again. I won't be going again. So there's a spot available, and I believe that someone on Easter has suggested that maybe you slot into yeah, that. And bugger up. And bugger up. You, all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've resigned. Yeah, how far could you push yourself at the moment? So what's the level of fitness? Because you, you, you do on a, on a bike ride. Well, if my legs are not made for bike riding. Um, yeah, tell oh, it, you oh, were yes. talking about this after the pod Sorry. the other day. Yeah, and I'm out of me years. What was your, what was preseason uh, bike riding for you? Because you, you, after the podcast, you said it wasn't really your strong suit. No, nah, it's not. Mate, I remember doing some bike rides when we used to go on um, camps and stuff. Mate, half up the hill, it'll be up. Me and John will be walking. <laughs> yeah. We'll be walk- <laughs> and we used to play. Used to, well, no one's ever rode a bike on in the MCG nah. and picked up a ball. So that, that was our excuse. But it didn't, it didn't go very far, did it? Um, no, nah, but I'll shit house on the bike. Absolutely shit house. Um, yeah, it wasn't for me. I was hopeless. You were talking about language before. There was day five, which was the day after Mount Hotham, which was yeah. harder, um, which was you know, 247 kilometres, 3,500 metres of climbing. And, um, again, I was getting some rather ordinary advice from people on the side of the road. Going, ah, you've, got, you've got 500 metres to go, then you've got a 10K descent. Oh, no, no, it was just like, you've got a 10K descent just coming up. Forget to tell you that that's in 10Ks of climbing. <laughs> uh, keep going. You've got more climbing to do. And there was one bit where I sort of finally caught up to the group, having a drink and that sort of thing, and I'm there. And I said, you know what? I re- he stopped us on a hill again. He had a, the, the ride director had a pension for dr- stopping us on a hill. So you get back on the bike, and then you're climbing the hill straight away again. So you're burning. And I've seen this hill. I said, I reckon that's got to be close to the top. And one of the guys said, mate, that's just that bit there. And then you're done. I said, right, I'm going up there now. I'm going to get up there, I'll recover, and then when you guys join, I'll just hook on. I get to the top of that hill, I'm around the corner, and apparently the entire group, all the entire group heard echo through the hills was, you're fucking kidding me! <laughs> <laughs> that was, and it just, you'd get around the hill and it kept going. It just echoed through the valley and through the hills. So that's it. You've done your bit? All right, look, I will continue to um, support, support Swatter. And he's aimed for um, zero suicides yes. for mental health and um, and push hard for that and, and support any of my mates who are battling. But um, I, I need to remember, and I need you guys to promise me that this time next year, that if there's any sort of consideration, or before Christmas, that there's consideration, and I've forgotten how hard that was, that you punch me in the face. <laughs> no, nope, I will hold you Punch that. me in the face. <laughs> yeah, not, hard no as you problem. Can. A freebie. Okay. Yeah, freebie. A freebie. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't dispute it. How much, up and punch me in the face. how much prep did you put in? Like how much practice or well, training? I figured out that by the time I finished that ride, I was almost fit enough to do it. <laughs> 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 so not enough. <laughs> not enough. I did the year before. I was ready to go the year before, but it wasn't as hard as that. This one was just it was so hard. Are they on purpose getting harder or just because of the tailwind? Oh, I, I think um, oh, no, it had to be harder, but it's a really good – yeah, it, it sounds like it, it's, it's a stupid thing to whinge about because I'm sitting there going, geez, it's hard. I'm so tired. I'm so puffed. I'm exhausted. I want to quit. And that's what happens when I guess people have got depression and mental health issues. They want to quit. It's too hard. And But I had options. I had people coming behind me with their hand on the, on the back and and that's what the, sort of the analogy is between the ride and, and mental health. So um, that's you sort of pick up from it. But it has to be hard. It has to be hard. So people like me who, who fortunately enough – um, don't suffer from depression or anxiety, and start to understand and realise just what you know, a small second of 
their day is, you know, is like. So, no, it was, geez, it was hard. Well, we, we, we do one serious bit a week on the show. That'll do. One yeah. serious bit. So I'll combine it with uh, with Jesse Hogan now missing yeah. missing round one. And we, we never know about the individual. That That's pretty that's much the explanation, right. isn't that's it? Right. That's right. But uh, it's been said that he's uh, suffering from anxiety, but also... Clinical anxiety. Clinical anxiety, but uh, the, the bottom well, line was... a different cat. Jesse. He was on the drink. Yeah. How do you... How do you uh, see, it's a really hard one, again, because I'm not an expert on it. I'm learning mm. as I go. And, and the reason I'm doing this is because I had to learn. I was so ignorant to it all. Um, <clears throat> my, my concern is taking away the one thing that probably keeps them going, which is playing footy, uh, taking them away to punish them for breaking a rule <clears throat> that they're even admitted is they're suggesting is caused by what the issues he's going through. Um but, again, we will get bits and pieces of the information, not all of it. And they're not stupid people at, at Fremantle. Ross knows what he's doing. Peter Bell knows what he's doing. Um, so hopefully Jesse can just start making some better decisions. Hopefully his mind lets him make better decisions and he doesn't take the easy one to go out and have a drink. And We know he's pretty <laughs> loose, don't we? I mean, you've heard, heard stories. Well, oh. yes, not, I don't mean that in a bad way, though. Jeez, we've got a couple of blokes in here that weren't exactly... Mm. Uh, Highly strung. Um, so, <laughs> we well, know he's a different unit. Yeah. I love him. I love watching him play footy. Um, now, it just sucks I have to watch him in a Fremantle jumper because <laughs> I haven't learned to like him up in there yet. Um, but um, uh, hopefully he can see, seek the right help, get the right help and get him back on track. What about the Perth bubble? Tell us about that, though. The fact that, I mean, if you're out anywhere yeah, oh, and you're well-known, it's, it's even more so now in the social media era. And especially if you've got your pants down wearing a Santa jacket. That's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think you even need to be Jesse Hogan to be seen there and someone to film you. It's pretty weird. Um, it goes back to his mates filming him again. Uh, no, it was someone else, though. That was oh, a stranger that's come up. And, right. um, but, again, again, those blokes film that. With the intention of distributing it, and um, yeah, and, and trying to be funny or something. But uh, now Perth is similar to Adelaide; you can't move. Yep. Yeah, everyone knows where you are. Everyone knows what you're doing, and um, and blokes need to understand that. And so that's the negative side of playing in a two-team town. So many positives in that. Mm. You know, you don't really we need your wallet <laughs> if you've got if you I, any, I, I, I will cover the serious bit because I I may have got a Facebook message to us about right. someone who used to play in the big two-team town in Adelaide. Right. So we'll get to that later. <laughs> but, um, along those lines. Yeah, it's just along the yeah. lines of you just, you, look, you can't, you, yeah, everyone knows, everyone knows who you are. The scrutiny's massive. Everyone's got a camera, everyone's got a you know, phone in their pocket and there's been a, where you go, someone will follow football. It's the biggest sport in the country by a mile and it's, for good reason, it's the greatest sport in the country. But, um, you can't expect to get away with these things. Like, was it Bradley Hill or Harley Bennell that gave their wrong name to police in, Fre- in Fremantle? She <laughs> gave a different name. I'm like, nah, I don't think that's going to work. Come on, the Fremantle boys. Come on, the Fremantle boys went surfing two years ago and said, geez, it's pumping down at Marg's. Let's head down to Murray River and, and catch a few called in sick to training. Yeah, no one would know. <laughs> what the? Seriously? <laughs> Dumb can you be? But you know, no, look, the bubble—it's it, true. It's 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 in Melbourne as well, and yeah, it exists, exactly. but nowhere near as big as it is in Adelaide. Adelaide's the worst. Yep. So I played at Collingwood, Essendon, Richmond, or Carlton. Though. Well, I played at two of those. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of know what you're talking about. And then I had two interstaters, but I met five people in Adelaide who didn't follow footy in two years. Yeah. Five people. 
That's it. So Officer yeah. Who. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was possibly. <laughs> Step out of the car. What? <laughs> um, no, nah, but um, yeah, look, that, that's, that's absolutely real. But it's wasn't part a backpacker of the crazy horse, wasn't it? Nah. What? 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. And what about, uh, Dane, from your perspective? I got a message from someone, very well-known and a very uh, a champion player. Never won a medal. There you go. That'll, and doesn't play for Melbourne. But his, his thing was his knowing. biggest fear uh, at, at, at training was his coach sticking the foot up the backside. Is that still a factor or is it now all a case of trying to learn who the individual is and what the situation is? I'm getting a spray. Oh, well, yeah. that was my biggest fear. Jesus. You wouldn't get out of bed. Yeah, exactly. Um Oh well, I think this day and age, mate. It's coaches have changed. They're all new age. I think a spray is good when it's called when it, when it's needed. I think they when it's needed, it's needed. Like I don't think, um, especially with, with Mick. Like he just he just become another person. He he's solid. Come out and he start going off his tits for a couple of minutes, and he just. You know, his eyes would roll back and he'd forget who he was and then he'd come back to earth. So um, <laughs> you just gotta get through that bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he'd get personal, but it wouldn't be personal. At the end of the game, yeah. like you'd you'd laugh about it and stuff like that. But um, I think this day and age it's much more about management and stuff like that and, and knowing who your target is and stuff like that. I think coaches are pretty good now realising who they can go at and who they need to bring along a bit more. But in the heat of mm. game day, I would imagine that all bets are off if you need to kick up the arse, you get one. Um, you know, and, and on the track and stuff like that, it's probably more. I would say they manage who the way they talk to people during the week. So you know, some some people, you know, thrive on, mate. You're going no good. You need, to, you know, you need to, improve, you know, get in a bake. They thrive off that. Some people will go into their shell and go, shit. Well, I'm going shit out. So be a bit more timid. Where um, some people go, mate, you're going right, but we need to fix this, this, and this, and you'll be good. And some people get yeah. more encouragement from that. So it's just some need a pat on the bum, some need a yeah. boot up. Yeah, exactly. that. and that's why Mick was the best. He, he understood who was who in that situation. And, and and when it comes to a situation where a bloke doesn't go to attend training on Sunday morning, and now there's leadership groups and everything else like that, I and he's been on the drink. Mate. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say about you personally. Uh, bullshit. I, I might not have been in a good state, but I rolled up. <laughs> yeah. How many Sundays did you miss? Mate, I always turned up. The miss one Sunday training session in your what fourteen year career? No, I've called bullshit. Mate, what about when you were in the Williamstown reserves? Put the, reserves? put the feelers out, I, mate. I I turned up no matter how fucked I was. <laughs> <laughs> I turned up. I missed a couple. Mate. I remember. I remember, mate, sitting there in recovery one morning, like nine a.m. And I'd I'd been at a party. I jumped jumped left the party, grabbed a Gatorade bottle, filled it up, three quarters. Gatorade and half, you know, a quarter of vodka and sat on the bikes doing recovery, drinking vodka Gatorade. Just, <laughs> just try and feel better. Just waiting to go so back like to the party. The dogs or things. I wanted to go back to the party. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Back up. What? Hang on. So you've come to Sunday training, shit faced. Not recovery. Not getting out of the track. No, no, no. You've played that. You played Saturday. Yeah. You've gone out Saturday night. Yeah. You're going out Saturday night. The party was still going. Yeah. So you've come to recovery. As a professional athlete that you are, so I can't miss training. Yeah. You sat on a bike. What? Just That's turning you... the legs over. Yep. Yeah, yeah, as you, as you were supposed to do. Yeah. With vodka Gatorade. <laughs> what was that? Spectac- What's wrong with that? Well, where the fuck do you want me to start? <laughs> but that is spectacular. Well, well, mate, well if, I hadn't have, if I hadn't have topped up, oh. I would have been fucked by the time yeah. I got back to the party. So <laughs> I need, I wouldn't have gone. So I need... And I unfortunately think the party was at my house. <laughs> <laughs> so... So there's nothing I can do about it. 
It's hard to air go. The, air of the dog is a known remedy. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't think that people drank through rehab training, and um, that is spectacular. Yeah, absolutely. Who was coaching then? Alcoholics go to meetings, I go to parties. Who was coaching? Um, Mick. 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 Uh, I can't remember. A couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> might, have been, might have been Nathan, actually. Oh, I can't remember. I imagine, I just imagine. That's obviously early days Bucks as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where he was a bit more highly strung. Imagine Bucks, just if, if he knew that you're sitting on an exercise bike on a Sunday morning. Right. Just turn the legs over, doing the right thing. Drinking vodka. No, I was grabbing by my boys going, can I have a sip? <laughs> <laughs> this is mine, mate. <laughs> I've got a coleslaw. Just be careful, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You don't want getting that. Uh, what flavour Gatorade was it? It was a yellow one. Oh, no. Yeah. I guess it's a dang good thing to do with yeah. a yellow one. Yeah. Vodka in it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's staggering. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that before in my life. That is fantastic. Anyway, brother, uh, congratulations on your Wildcats on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. the Wildcats uh, were terrific. Uh, I wasn't the most popular man at High mm. Sense Arena. Have you? Um, and I could be in trouble with the boss here at Croc Media. Um, yes. Does he know so you're here? No, no. Um, and he told me to shut up a couple of times during the game when I may have suggested to the referees, to, hey, 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 don't be scared of the crowd. Don't be scared of the crowd, mate. They're not going to hurt you. You can call fouls for the other team as well, you know, mate. And, shut up, Scotty! Sorry, Hutch. <laughs> the part owner of the club was just a couple down. and um, But the problem was, for me... And therefore, for Hutch as well, was I didn't know that those courtside seats came with a free bar. <laughs> Did they? And I was still rehydrating. I might, from have, the to in, I might have to get in the NBL. And um, <laughs> so there was, and people were bringing me beer, and I was drinking it. And so I got a little bit boisterous. Mm. But I, mean, I grew up with the Wildcats. You know? I'm a Perth boy, and I grew up with them, and I'm big fans. And and the, the skipper's a good mate, and I was so happy for him and, and Greg Hire, who who is doing stuff in Perth similar to Pucker Up. Um, he was retiring, and so and he's a ripping bloke, and so yeah, I was a, very happy for my Wildcats. Did you join the festivities afterwards? What they oh, do? I hung around and and uh, a couple of hugs, but no, no. Uh, Damo did say, mate, now it's time for you to meet us at the Corners Club, and then jump on the plane and fly back to. They going straight back, were they? Yeah, they're going straight back, and um, boys on uh, boys on Corners, girls on Virgin. Took us back to a year nine social, that didn't. But and then they all joined had their had their. Greeting by the city of Perth yesterday. Still going? I expect them to be. It would want to be. Grey High will be best on Green, yeah. which is the first time that's happened. Scotty and Swanee are here. Thanks to Sheen Good Panel on. Service. one three hundred repair well, Yep. I'll yep. say that, yeah. You were, sorry, I took your line. Yeah. Follow Sheen on – if you want to get behind oh. Scotty and Swanee, don't just get – T-shirts and stubby holders that are coming out soon. Oh, we're going to talk oh, about that in a mate, bit don't later. You think, don't you think we're not going to address that? Oh, white elephant in the room, Ralph. bit later. But if you want to really support Scotty and Swatty, support people who support us, yeah. Sheen Panel Service, Instagram, follow them on Instagram at Sheen Panel Service, Facebook, Sheen Panel Service, and uh, and their website is sheengroup.com.au. But how long have they been so, going? Uh, 50, 50 years. years. I was so close to calling Sheen during the bike ride, saying I had an accident, can you please send me a replacement vehicle? <laughs> I was so close. Can they just send me a replacement vehicle? But also, I was driving a truck. Yeah. Well, they got twenty six panel shops around Victoria, so you would have been riding past them surely at Absolutely. different times. Absolutely. Uh, they've been going for fifty years, as we mentioned. Family owned business, over five hundred accident replacement vehicles, full range of utes, vans, SUVs, sedans, and hatches. Twenty four seven towing service. Offer lifetime guarantees, all works, and deal with all major insurance companies. So get behind Sheen, and if you are unlucky enough to be in an accident, you phone one three hundred repair. 
or lucky enough because then you get Unlucky. to go work with Sheen Repair. There it is. So, and they give you another car. Yeah, exactly. So you might get rid of your shit heap. So and they'll just play with a nice car for a little while. So, in fact, I would call it fortunate. Now, it's so many big <laughs> issues. It's positive and every negative. So yeah, many big but... issues in footy. And I like the fact that our man, Dane, was straight on to a big topic that we need to get into here. Sesame Street this morning tweeted out. Sorry? You're stuck on a deserted island. And you can pick one of these Sesame Street friends to come with. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You. Mm-hmm. Who are you picking and why out of your final four here is the Cookie Monster, oh. Grover, yeah. Oscar the Grouch, or Emo. And I would just wanted to say Elmo. That, Elmo. Elmo, sorry. Emo. Emo Street Pubbers, right? <laughs> It probably would be. Now. Yeah, exactly. it probably would be. We got to be included. I wanted to add into the mix the game show host, host Guy Smiley, who very underrated, and I reckon was a massive pants man. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just had that look. I reckon he would have gone to the gift shop a few times. I'm not sure I'd want to hang out with him. Mm. I know you've done some work. So, you so you, you've done research, mate. Well, yeah. Well, I've the big hitting question, so I'll spend most of the morning on it. But I've come down. It's a, it's a pretty simple decision in the end. Right. Um, so Cookie course, Monster. Or Cookie Monster. He's not sharing. Mate, that fat greedy fuck can fuck off. Oh, I don't want that fat greedy bugger just coming in, stealing all my food on the desert island. So we'll scratch him off. Good point. He's eating all my food. He's done. Yeah. yeah um, no, I'm off, he's off my list. Yeah. Grover. Man, I Wikipedia'd him, and he's uh, he's lovable, cute, and furry who rarely uses contractions when he speaks or sings. That's a no from me. You, you like someone who uses contractions? I don't know what it is, but it doesn't sound good. Um, he never uses them. What have contractions done to him? I don't know. And he's like, just he seems. Well, too, can you find out what that means? Please? He seems overly hyped, and he's just being me face. And he's like, piss off, just relax. Right. So he's done. Um, Elmo, mate. He Annoying characteristically you. refers to himself in the third person. All the time. All the time. Not having that. He's always happy to. Not having that. If you're on a deserted island, you probably don't need that. That's disgraceful. And he annoyed the shit out of me just with his cute furry happiness all the time. Like, <laughs> we're stuck on a desert island. Why are you so happy, Elmo? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> well, piss off. Yeah, just say, Elmo, fuck. I don't want to tickle you. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's <laughs> him waking up. Deserted tickle island. <laughs> tickle, Elmo. Fuck off. Tickle, yeah, get you know in. what? I'm picking Elmo. Middle seat man on a Yeah, plane. I no doubt. <laughs> He will be too. He will be too. So, well, then, then it comes down Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. He leaves. He is missing. He has misanthropic interaction with others. And 
Do you know what misanthropic means? Because I do. Because I had to look it up. It means general hatred or dislike or contempt for human species or human nature. I'm thinking Winx odds here. He is a man. He is a man. He's the one you want. Oh, mate. He's a man after my own. Oh, I love him. Listen, I, I want to get some. He lives in a trash can. I fucking love Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> mate, he's leave me alone. Maybe we'll have dinner together, then just do our own thing. I'm not going to annoy you. Hang on, you? hang on. I'm getting someone on who's been on, on Sesame Street. Bullshit. Hello. Uh, no ben no Graham, you're on the Scotty and Swanee podcast. We're just talking uh, big Sesame Street hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. chats. Back up Hello, the, Benny. Back up the truck. Back up the truck a little Hello, bit. Here, <laughs> We're talking you know, superstar Geelong fullback, NFL punter, and just left off the resume. Been on Sesame Street. <laughs> Been on Sesame right Street. Ah, Benny, talk us through that, please, brother. <laughs> Mate, it's a career highlight to be yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man, fuck the to, Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Growing up in Geelong in the late 70s, early 80s, we didn't have many uh, kids' TV shows on. So growing up watching Sesame Street to uh, actually being asked to appear on it with the kids was just a bloody honour. It really was. This is when you were with the uh, New York Jets. There was a few of you who went on. Yeah, so... Oh, this was when I was flying. I was in. I was leading the league in every statistical category in two thousand and seven. Started two thousand and seven, and what happened was I I got asked to ring the Wall Street Stock Exchange bell. We were doing wow. premieres for movies. <laughs> we were front and center at Wiggles concerts, and but to top it off, I got asked to do a uh, a Sesame Street. Cameo. So, yeah, Eric Mangini, the coach, and Chad Pennington, the quarterback, Lavernius Coles, myself, we went down there. Full production. It was an amazing day, actually. Sesame Street is filmed in a studio about as big as your garage, Ralphie. <laughs> and it, and it, um, it was amazing what they could get done. But oh, I was really fantastic, especially for the kids, meeting the characters, meeting the people behind the characters. Um, the segment itself was... Uh, was around oh, the NFL and the uh, National Fish League was the Elmo and the Goldfish. <laughs> I'm sure you'll look it up and get a grab from it. Oh, it was that much fun. It, it really was. But the most amazing thing about the day was Kevin Clash, who plays Elmo, who's a ripping bloke who you wouldn't believe he could pull off a voice like that. He's a big, strapping African-American guy. but And he's funny. He swears and carries on. But when he was talking to me... And he had the Elmo puppet sort of dangling off his hand. The kids were mesmerised by Elmo. Didn't realise that it was a person that was running Elmo. They couldn't separate it. It was, but it was. It was a surreal uh, day. And yeah, lucky enough to say that uh, I was able to appear on it, and the kids still get their royalty checks. So that's just a bonus. <laughs> awesome. Hey Benny, um, but. Was I right that at that stage, uh, Big Bird was just becoming a bit of a veteran? Oh, so th <laughs> this story probably needs a visual, but <laughs> if you imagine, so Big Bird, the guy doing Big Bird had been doing him for 37 years, so he's at the end of his tether, and um, he was walking around with his bottom half on only, so <laughs> oh, legs oh, no. and feet, it sort of, the kids were a bit distraught about that, but if you can imagine, so... If I'm standing there naked from Big Bird, my head only really goes up to his belly button. So his whole wow. head and beak is a, an outstretched arm up in the air to make him that tall with, with holding something into his head so he actually gets that extra height, right? So we all get the family photo with Big Bird. So Big Bird, when 
the guy is standing upright, Big Bird's actually bent over. So his head's touching the ground because that's where the guy's arm is. Right? So the kids <laughs> couldn't really understand why Big Bird looked like he was sick. <laughs> when the photographer said, right, are we ready? We're ready to count you in. Ten, nine. So there's a big countdown to the photo. So Big Bird's the old 37-year-old guy. Well, he's about 87. He's been doing it for 37 years. Had to pull his arm up holding Big Bird's head into position right so we're taking this photo and all we could hear in the background was the bloke holding big birds quick i got to dodge two one gone big bird collapses he can only hold his head up for about 15 seconds so when you're watching sesame street and watching big bird you'll see that the clips he's in only go for about 10 seconds mate Oh, good memories, Ralph. <laughs> now, 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 Scotty always says the biggest fear he ever had was when he was told he was a required yeah, player. Yeah, now, Benny, no, well, one of the fears I had was him punching me in the back of the head in the day. <laughs> and, um, he used to do that quite a lot to me, Benny. But uh, tell me, mate, just make myself feel better. In your NFL career, how many times were you a required player? Which basically means you're fucked and you're going to be shot out the door. Uh, well... Yeah, well, you're either a required player or you're not. <laughs> I found that out pretty quickly. Actually, after that whole preseason where I did all those special things, I got cut week two by the Jets, week four by the Jets, picked up by the Saints, got cut by the Saints, picked up by the Cardinals, ended up playing in the Super Bowl. Exactly <laughs> right. I was a required player for about. 13 games <laughs> in three different clubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's outstanding. Mate, I know you've got uh, a lot of meetings on and you've uh, left a bit of time for us, so appreciate it. Thanks very much, mate. Any time, guys. Enjoy the fun. Good on you, mate. Benny Graham, superstar, as Scotty said. That, that was that was absolutely true, and that's why I brought that up, because I know it was shortly after Sesame Street, he went to the Jets and they axed him. So <laughs> talk about chocolate the boy. And whatever happened at um, Pekin and Carter, agro. No, he's, he's gone on to do um, ads for carsales.com.au, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Agro's car in connection. Yeah. He's a handsy little fucker. Gonna, isn't he? Go to YouTube. Here's, yeah. here's something for our listeners. Go to YouTube. Agro outtakes. Right. Yeah. Some quality gold. You know what? I'm tipping right, the bloke, and I can almost see the guy who did it. I don't remember his name. But you can almost see him, mate, doing agro, working. Similar to the way you did a Sunday morning session with a vodka <laughs> and Gatorade underneath the desk. <laughs> good, uh, good chick Anne Marie Bigger who used to do. That's right, Anne Marie yeah. Bigger. Well, what do you know? A friend of Sam Newman's and uh, met her a few times. She's an absolute cracker. Is she? <laughs> yes. No, that's, and uh, and the other one uh, from from that era, Marty Marty the Monster. Oh, have you ever seen that on YouTube? Marty mm. the Monster taking on the kangaroo. Yeah, kangaroo tries to root him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the kangaroo's taken on Marty the Monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not the way around. I think, I think the yeah, root could handle Marty the Monster. Anyway. A few, few messages we'll get to before we do. Uh, some big milestones this week. Uh, and I, I enjoyed reading that article about Jack Rewald and Alex Rance. So Jack Rewald plays his 250th, Alex yeah, Rance is 200. 200th. Now, yeah. you've known Alex since he was a young fellow, about haven't you? five, yep. Yep, through Murray's dad. Muzza was my, uh, well, he is still a mentor of mine, a uh, great mate. Grabbed me as a 16, 16-year-old 16 at Swan Districts. Muzza was just finishing his AFL career and came back to Swan Districts in the Waffle to um, give a bit back there. Where he's a three-time premiership player, Muzza. And, um, yeah, he got me as a young bloke and 
been very tight since. I watched Alex and his uh, his lovely sister Ali Ann grow up as young kids, and safe to say, early days. Ralph, I didn't see the Alex turning into the fullback of the millennium, and um, a bit like I didn't see Swanee turning into. <laughs> I'm not really good at picking talent. Actually, look at it, but uh, no, beautiful family and uh, great man. Yeah, two hundred Thursday. And, and we're, as, as someone who hasn't played, what I've found interesting in that article is that eventually these two guys who were seems like two balls in a paddock Ooh. worked out how to play with each other and then become mates. And Very you don't have to be best mates to play footy well together, do you, Swanee? No, you don't. I'm not being yeah. smart by that. No, no, no. Inside. Well, it's pretty obvious. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, well, clearly, so, you know, um, you know, there's 45 blokes on the list. You're not going to be best friends with everyone. Yummy. Yeah, so you got your handful of friends, but you're all on a list to achieve a common goal. It's like any workplace. I'll get, you know, whatever, you know, work you do, I'm sure you're not, be- you don't go out, you know, on the weekends with everyone. Or you don't yeah, right. see, speak to everyone, you know, like, like you do your best mates, but, um, you all work to achieve a common goal. And when you're out, once you're out in the track and all your game day, it doesn't matter who, if it's your best mate or the bloke you don't really like on the field, on off the field, you're, um, you're giving your all and you go and help them and, and do your best. One of the things I, um, I think it's the only thing I don't like about Alex is and he's such he's such a great great fella and he's and you know what he, he's doing now to you know what I used to muck around with him he's doing with my son now as well and he's you know he's almost dragged him over to the times on a couple of occasions <laughs> until Harley realised sleeping outside a window would suck <laughs> uh, but um, he um, the thing I don't like about him is one of my common arguments right yep. <laughs> when you talk about full forwards and fullbacks I sit there and go. You know, you go fullbacks, tough. Yeah, see ball, punch ball. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough, tough role to play. Forwards, we'll just create the play. We're the ones that put bums on seats. We're the ones that people have banners for. All right, we're the reason people go to the footy. When was the last time someone went to the footy to see a fucking fullback play? Well, since Alex started, about ten fucking years ago, <laughs> going to watch him play, starting to really shit me. So people actually do go to the footy to watch Alex Rands go about his business now because he goes about it so bloody well. So he sort of. Took that argument for me a little bit, but uh, no, he's a star. Did you get the impression there wasn't cohesion at Richmond early doors when they were at opposite ends of the ground that they've spoken about or not? No, well, it's very hard to yell at each other 160 metres away. <laughs> <laughs> one's a full bag, one's a full forward. Yeah, I had to go, yeah. piss off, dickhead. <laughs> and just, so, no, you didn't. No, but Richmond were shit for a long time, so um, I guess there was probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. They just, you know, you don't know. Like, like I said, once you get to um, game day, like you're not, you put whatever personal feelings you have aside just to, to help yourself. I mean, because you, you, the game moves so fast, so focused on the ball, you're not worrying about, I'm not going to handball this dickhead no. like, and get caught holding the ball. Like you just, you play, you play on instinct and you give it to whoever you think you can get it to. So, no, no, I'm sure if they didn't like each other, they certainly would have put it away game day and, um, you know, and did their thing, but yeah, obviously, you're probably, obviously right. the most, yeah. you're probably right on the fact that it's two balls in a paddock because Alex is one of the very few backmen with a personality, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, and we know that uh, Jack Jack was you know, full of beans as well early days. And uh, have you seen his progression as a forward? At uh, the the commentary, rightly or wrongly, was about it was about himself, and now it's about team. Oh, it sort of was early because it, and a lot of it had to be. He didn't really have anyone else there. That's yeah, a forwards really. mentality, isn't it? Well, it's, well, it is. Scott? It's not about anyone else. It's yeah, just well. get the goal, keep the goal, do what you're paid to do. But, um, you know, when Richo left, it was Jack Rewalt. And yep. I, I think he's grown up, he's matured, as everyone does. I mean, everyone comes in as a kid. 
and you play like a kid. But he's grown up and he's turned himself into one of the more adaptable and more valuable Absolutely. full forwards the game's seen in a long, long time. He's, I think he's won two or three Collins now. He's a um, and, um, yeah, and he's completely unselfish. But now also, too, he's got a team around him that aren't just leaving it to him. Mm. You know, it's not just him on... He, he's the tall, so he'll, he will have two or three against him in a contest. But there's guys kicking goals, and now all the other defenders have to be accountable. They can't just go to Jack. He can't crack the sooks all the time because doesn't need to because his players get the job yeah. done. So um, I he, think he's morphed into a great player. Yeah, he can yeah. go run up Good the ground because now yeah. we've got Tom Lynch got does who's sit forward, caddy. Um, so he can go get up the ground and get a yeah. couple of kicks up the wing to, to get himself into the game. And yeah, like I said, you can't leave. Dustin and obviously Lynch this year and, and Caddy and, and all those guys alone because um, obviously they're very dangerous. So no, no one would be happier Tom Lynch's arrival at Richmond than Jack. Yep. No one would be happier. Mark Murphy. Damien Hardwick. Yeah, he'd be, <laughs> he'd be pretty happy. Yeah, he'd be pretty Mark happy. Murphy, 250 games. Now, stepping down as captain, what's your thoughts there, uh, Dane, about uh, the and probably the, the way that this is happening a lot? The, Players towards the end of their career are stepping down as captain. Oh, Sick of meetings. Stepping down, or yeah, or you're close to getting the ass from it. You're no longer the best one for the job. Yep, that's what I think it is. So you reckon Sam Mitchell was no longer good enough to captain when Luke Hodge took over? I think that he was no longer the best man for the job. Oh, because Luke Hodge stepped up. Was better man for the job. If you're the captain and you are the best man for the job, you don't step down. You don't get the conversation doesn't even come up. No. So, yeah, you know, that's an ego thing. That just want is. to focus on his footy this yeah, year. Yeah, he just wants to concentrate on his football. Oh, is yeah. that like when a politician says, I just want to spend more time with my family? Yeah, it means you've <laughs> <laughs> family going All they've done is fucked off for the previous shit. 15 years. Yeah. All of a sudden now, yeah. oh, daddy's home. Spending money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, you don't have to be. I think that is, that is a nice way of someone being replaced in a role, but... But, again, it's one of those things now. I think most players look at it now, Swanee, and go, well, that, that happens. Yeah. That happens. Like, sooner or later, like, Patrick Cripps yeah, okay. would, should be the captain of the football club, no drama at all. The, the, the fellow will win a Brownlow medal, maybe four, um, and he's an outstanding individual from all reports. And um, so no drama at all. That, that, and, and they're in a whole new era. A whole new era. I'd rather give it up before it gets taken off you too. <laughs> but it's the I'm same. I'm selfless. I'm going to come down and give it up because <laughs> you know the there's a tap thing. on the shoulder coming soon. You go, hey, no, you're it's done. the same thing. I reckon it is, mate. What do you reckon? Should you give up the captaincy? Yeah. Um, no, nah, we sort of think you should. <laughs> you sure about um, that? Is that like me when Mick Mouldhouse asked if you were retiring? No. Uh, <laughs> and, it's, and it's a nice way for the player to do it without any uh, impact on. I don't want to say Mark Murphy's got an ego. I don't think he's got an ego. Um, but They're very good players damage, for a very long time. Absolutely, has and, and he's carried the side when they've been very, very shit oh, for a long time. Oh my God, has he has he had a tough run? So he can enjoy just floating around on yeah. the let Crips do all the work. How much would he enjoy not going to meetings? Well, I don't. He might be a meeting man. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. I get the feeling. So, I reckon he's a meeting <laughs> you, man. You no, weren't. Not a big meeting man. I reckon he is. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a practical learner. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see the little hands. subtitles on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that oh stood down and stepped down and I think that's shit. We we've we've got an explicit rating, yeah. You <laughs> stepped down from four clubs, didn't yeah. you? I didn't step no, you keep getting the ass. <laughs> required player. It's not stepping down. Can I speak in Netflix, can I just share you one line? It's yeah, it, it's absolutely. but it's not a documentary. When you said because I know you, we, you said to us, we have an explicit rating, don't we? 
question mark at the end of that one. I'm pretty sure it was your first job to get fucking done, Ralph, before we started all of this. And the second one was T-shirts and stubby on. Oh, oh, mate. Oh, my God. Before we do. Oh, I just no. want to share you. Have you guys watched Veep? Yes, I have. Do you like are you a Veep fan? Great show, yeah. Are you finished a Veep though, fan? Oh, I haven't got into it, no. I see the ads all the time and laugh. Great. And then go, I Elaine from that. Seinfeld. Yeah, no. She's playing the Vice President of America. Yeah. And one of her staff is mucked up. Now, I tend to have a bit of a natural thing about staffers who muck up knowing <laughs> and getting yelled at. Yeah. It's in my TNA, Scott. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been on the uh, end of the I like days. this line. You tell me if this is a good line or not. I don't think it is a swear word. But she said to him, you are as useless oh. as a croissant dildo. <laughs> 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 Which she followed up with, and I'll explain to you why. Because you leave a big mess, and you still don't get the job done. <laughs> that's, that's some interesting that's cool writing. Isn't it? I would have never thought to put those two together. We asked for feedback. Oh, no. uh, now the footy's starting. It's round one. Should we? Question mark. Mainly keep talking rubbish. Uh, less rubbish, more well, footy. I'll, I'll, I think we've talked about some important subjects today. I think so. I think so. Sesame Street's 50-50 balance or just Twitter polls are rubbish. So 38% said we just should keep doing what we're doing. What I like, only 3% said talk more footy. Talk more footy. Out of, out of 487 <laughs> votes. Well, you know, all the, um, all the shows are back. So, you know, boy, hump day. Well, we know all the shows come on. Wednesday, yeah. the, um, you know, the, the advertising, the, you know, the new footy shows on. The front bars on, all sorts of stuffs on, and all the new lineups and that sort of stuff. Yep. Who's hey, on them? Hey, speaking of fucking required players, I happened happen to see you in the new footy show lineup that you were on last year. I was absent. Yeah. I was absent were when they were taking a photo. Were you on the year before as well? So you didn't get another gig. I was, I, I was a required what player happened? this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What happened? Well, you know what? What I, happened? You I, got the ass. I stand with my president. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. president isn't on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not on, on it. <laughs> you want to believe it? I'm a front bar guy. Oh, you switched. <laughs> Big front bar man. You yeah. switched. Big front bar fan, absolutely. Tell you what, they rate well. If you go on the front yeah, bar, that will rate yeah, 100. That hurt a little bit, well, didn't it? I just got a text message from one of the producers of the front bar, actually, which I'm not, still not talking to because, you know, when they were battlers yep. and when they were scrubbers. Who discovered them, Scott? Uh, what? Who discovered them as one of the first really key... Special guest. Didn't stop watching them. Watched them all the time. Went on the show a couple That's of times. What I mean. Stole and then, the show. And then did a segment for them weekly yep. at the pub. I'd go and ask some questions from the punter, mm -hmm. the people. Man of the people. And now every fucker wants to be on the show. There's no room for me. <laughs> Bullshit. Now everyone's ringing them. Go, we want to get on. Can we get him on? Can we get him on? Can we get him on? We want to get him on. Yeah, anyway, but no, front bar's fantastic. And the boys there are brilliant. Andy Mars is a star. And uh, Mick and Pangy, just rippers. I can't get in there either. So no, I'm you're cool. out too, mate. Yeah. We need to turn this no, into a TV show. So I'm getting the in a flash, mate. You'll be a great guest. Oh, yeah. Great guest. Perfect for the uh, front bar. I'll, I'll well, I don't know what the problem would be. They, well, they, they drink. They drink on an eye. I've got an interlock. Yeah, we'll get a cab, mate. They'll get oh, you a cab mate, there. But then Uber. Mate, cabs cost money. Uber. No, they don't. No, they'll, they'll cover, the show's going okay, mate. I reckon they'll cover it for you. But I got told one of the last times I was on it, um, first time I was on it, Drink your beer, go nuts, bang bang. They kept getting filled up for me. I had Damien Martin one year for the Wildcats text me. They were in a town somewhere doing a clinic, and 
He said, I've had a bet with the boys. You can't get through five. But then no, the yeah. last time I was on the show, it's you like, get through five. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got yeah. through five pretty comfortably. And <laughs> like I think pots I ate the pints? glass after that as well. Pots. Pots. And, um, <laughs> but the last time I was on it, they said, oh, look, just, you're allowed to drink your beer, just not on camera oh. sort of thing. Cause it said some bad message. I'm like, okay, no worries. And there was one, one time he had a gag and grabbed me beer. I went to drink the producer, the floor producer. like, no, <laughs> no drinking on camera. From Jake Bateman, uh, footy should be brought up, but there's enough pro- programs covering every aspect of the game, but yeah. not many podcasts which talk about hidden fluffy towels <laughs> and Scotty and Dane's life struggles. I'm just here to give the people what they want. Mate, yeah. people, hidden fluffy towels are, fuck, that sucked that day. That still, that still hurts me. From Joe Evans, the game is struggling for personalities, and if the personalities are ex-players, I'll take it. Thank you. From Kit, uh, reckon it's good hearing footy talk from two of the more relaxed lads in the caper. Footy's fun. It's why we all play, yeah. played it and why we continue to follow it. But the constant analysis, stats, etc., oh. starts to take its toll. Even the nuffiest of nuffies keep it real as you've been doing it. So I think we're, I think we're, uh, the Some people, stats people are have okay, spoken. But, um, yeah. Let's talk. So we're going we to talk about... This merch? I think we need, we've got only a few minutes to talk. Um, yeah, now, while I was away, three, yeah. while I was away, mm-hmm. I was saying, um, oh, while I was away, I'm going, right, bang, I've left them with a job to do. They're going to get some merchandise, yeah. they get T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I want bump stickers. Uh, T-shirts, stubby holders. And then I see, while I'm riding my bike, mm-hmm. what you've what, what you've <laughs> developed, what the R&D team have uh, have come up with, Ralph. Fair dinkum. If that didn't, if that costs more than eight cents to produce, <laughs> I'll fucking go. Hey, oh, dude, they are that's the worst looking stuff I've oh, ever seen. What the fuck? But people seem to like them. So have you done this? this don't fucking tell me you've done that on purpose. What's happened? It's it's, it's extraordinary because I was thinking how nice many messages have we had? Thick reinforced number. No. Just spraying us and then say that they want it. Have you done that on purpose or no? Of course, because it's bullshit. No way. And they're all your burner accounts. I want one. Anyway, so a lot of people. Uh, I'm they, not looking forward to seeing these t shirts. They haven't got holes all through them. Scotty and Hump Day with Scotty and Swanee on Facebook. Please like us. Heath Middleton, how do we purchase from Andrew Craig? Stick with the logo. Uh, from Jody Larks, where do I get one, please? From Stu Blackham, yes, lads. Uh, rude if we didn't, and yes, please. So, look, the people have spoken. They want shit. Stubby holders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's well, what I'm they're a, getting. I'm Absolutely. A, I'm a little concerned that there, a lot of people are saying, no, no, it fits in beautifully with the show. <laughs> <laughs> what? Absolutely. Low budget, cheap. What's the t-shirt's yeah. going to look like? Very similar? Uh, Pretty much. Now, oh, foundation member. Foundation member. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. We should have some sort of meeting regarding the design of these things, Ralph. Should we? Yeah. Okay. When do you want to make yourself available? Later. <laughs> we'll discuss it later. <laughs> Another later date. Right, uh, round one before we get to some uh, oh, thank yous. Shit. Footy's on. Yeah, yeah, better talk some footy. I think. Hold on. I'm the, I'd spend all my morning researching Sesame Street. <laughs> Well, you're gonna, you, I guess you're going to give us a tip, the team. Friday night, Carlton play Richmond. Uh, Thursday night, rather, Carlton play Richmond. Richmond, a dollar sixteen. Anything uh, for the Blues fans to all be excited about? Oh, absolutely, there is. There's Patrick mm. Cripps, there's Charlie Curnow, there's there's a few. Yes, um, they won't win. The weather, I think, it's going to be nice Thursday. <laughs> yep. That's probably about it. And it's a lo- and it's still daylight, so it's a lovely drive. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, there's lots of things to be grateful for. You know, each um, other. Their families, yeah. Yeah. life. Um, uh, Richmond will win that. But I, I don't reckon it will. What's the line? 
was the line? Are we going to give our... We're going to give our best bets or we're going to wait We'll put it? our best bets on Thursday morning on all our social feeds. That's all probably right, the best right, way. So right yeah. I should have uh, probably brought up, hang on, I've got it, got it for you. Got it. Well, I think we should. Because wherever you listen, whenever you listen to this, this is, uh, we tape it on Tuesday. So it's a bit, uh, 36 and a half. Yeah. Six goals. Does that seem right? Six Under or over? Yeah, I'll take the Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> What's the over under? I reckon it's over. That's it. Six goals. What's the over under total points? Because you know. Oh, total points. I reckon the overs might be, might be good early just because of the so much more freedom in the game. I don't know whether because they haven't seen the game trialed, so maybe the overs. But one hundred eighty six points. Oh, that's a lot because Carlton don't kick goals. (laughs) But they might kick one hundred and fifty. They've changed. They've changed. The the Blues are they're young. They're excitable. They think they're a chance. Mate, I hope they get good because like I've, I've said before, there's nothing better than. When the big four are playing yeah. Yeah, good football, it's so much better for Melbourne, so much better for the AFL when Richmond, Carlton, Essendon, and Collingwood are up there. It's the really interesting. They won't play finals, but there's no, enough well, for the Carlton supporters to, to have a little look at and get excited about their green shoes. They won two games, they might get three. A couple of weeks ago, listeners, the big man said, Don't focus too much on Collingwood. I said, All right. But Friday night, Collingwood. Well, yeah. Just, you, know, you want it for everyone? You, ho- you hosting, Camo? <laughs> yeah, I'm hosting a room. Why are you hosting <laughs> me? Yeah. Are you coming to talk? Well, I got asked today. So Premier Lounge? Yeah, come well, to the Premier Lounge. Come we'll on, have a yeah. chat. We'll do it. Should we do a Scotty and Swanee or should we do a... <laughs> no, no, I don't think we should. Yeah, no? I think we should. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think the Pies will win, mate. I think they'll beat Geelong. I think Geelong... Dollar sixty-two favourites, Cats 230. Yeah, they get these odds nice. now. I mean, seriously, it's pretty tough to beat these odds. I'm just now. reading them out. Yeah, I know. I'm setting them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Board odds are late. Is this on racetrackrealfie.com? Um... No, I think the Pies win. I think Geelong. I don't think Geelong are going to be that flash this year. Yeah, Pies going to be a cracking weather day too, so it'll be good. Um, yeah, the Pies. I think. Just quickly, want to thank people who have gone onto uh, the uh, the podcast app on iTunes Store and left some five stars for us and oh, left nice things because then other people get to see it. So, including anyone left any terribles? Good. Yeah, I will read them all. Really? Good, from Good Talk Thirty Two, one of those awesome podcasts where you're the idiot in the car driving alone, absolutely knee slapping yourself that. with laughter. I love that. From Jay Menel, smashing it like a four and twenty. <laughs> I love that too. From Dame Lee, join the chats, guys. Good for a laugh. Uh, from Bulkara, g'day boys, great show, love it. What's Swanee's proper Instagram account? Uh, Dane S eighty four. Did you put or something into your friend or having no word. idea how to do a, a baby harness the other day? Yeah, it was my cousin Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, Daddy Daycare, that was uh, over there. There's two men and a baby. Yeah. With, with Sky Channel on in the background, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, we're having a bet, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it's good for numbers for the kid. Hey, yeah, what, hey, what? Kids don't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking in, shut up. <laughs> also, mate, I'm trying to watch, trying to watch <laughs> the Duke game was on and then, then college basketball, then the races were on. Mate, just go on. Miller, any chance for five minutes? Occasionally, talk to Aaron. Occasionally, it's good to clean their ass or something as well. You can yeah. put a bottle in there. You know, Aaron was dead set ringing his wife every five minutes. So <laughs> how much, what do I feed him? He won't stop crying. What do I put him in? What do I do this? I said, mate, well, if this is kids, you can have it. <laughs> uh, from uh, from Dog2332. One star, try hard not to be tryhards. Hey, Dog, go and fuck yourself. <laughs> Try hard. <laughs> Love Not that explicit rating. Okay. I like weird oh. stuff. I look forward to this every week. Absolute legends. Hilarious. Keep up the good work, fellas. From Bizer, Fark and Ripper, lads. Quality laughs. 
Uh, and from Black 06, Dane Swan's never failed to entertain either on footy field, on screen, or behind a microphone. He's dry yeah. wit and classic comments recalling past events. Day-to-day encounter had me in stitches. So thanks very much. There are others too. Thank you so much for all that. Oh, sort of got sidetracked on the footy there, didn't we? Yeah. Sure. Melbourne needed a quick uh, ego boost. Anyway, Melbourne will beat uh, Port Adelaide, I think. $1.31. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm worried. I'm just worried we haven't won. Of course you are, because you go for Melbourne. Correct. You're worried every week. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what they're going to dish up. The uh, Crows Jack to me. Watts will have a big, big year. A big off season. I reckon you'll transform that, translate that form in the, in the season. That'll make Ralphie happy if Jack Watts is best on ground <laughs> against the D's. That'll make him real happy. Adelaide, uh, Hawthorne, Adelaide. Adelaide's a bit of the round. I reckon Hawthorne. Are, what are they, yeah, I think Hawthorne it? are dropping over there. What are they? What is? What are they paying? Dollar thirty-four into a multi. I've got one other one. So yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. leg of a two-leg multi. So um, they're close to full strength. And Hawks, uh, no Mitchell, Birchall, Scully, Wingard. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I think Hawthorne drop out of the eight. Western Bulldogs 2.30, host, Ooh. host, the Swannies at Marvel Stadium. They're a tough one, this. They're only just going, the Swannies, aren't they? Yeah, I think the Swannies yeah. drop out of the eight, too. Who's that? I wasn't paying attention. So the Western Bulldogs, <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, I'll, City. Um, I'll, <laughs> um, okay, yeah, got you. We'll do it. You've got us? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Swans. Yeah, well, I think buddy, Swannies. It depends. Is Buddy playing? Oh, they Touch and go. So we'll wait, we'll wait till okay, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Lions... Two sixty-five at the Gabba over the Eagles, dollar forty-eight. Are they the value bet? Well, I think the they are get because the Eagles have got some injuries. In. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles have got some serious injuries yep. and suspensions and that sort of stuff. And the Lions are, are on the up. They're they? a month behind in preparation, wouldn't it? Have something to do with it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't bet in maidens as a rule. Speaking of which, St. Kilda are hosting the Gold Coast. <laughs> you couldn't have a bet. Where's that? It's at Marvel. but I reckon we have a bet on the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? The total score over total number of supporters. Score, total score compared to the number, number of supporters that turn up could be real tight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> could be 70 at least. I'll go St. Kilda. If you put a double zero at the end of the, the, the total score, that's a good bet, isn't it? Yep. So like if 115 points, 11,500. Yeah. Which way? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. No, that's you. St. supporters are used to misery and pain. But they, they, they're like D supporters. They, 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 they're optimistic at the beginning of the year. You, you, hey, how do you not take the Saints there? Yeah, you take the Saints. GW, GWS, I reckon, is the second leg of the better of the round. Uh, hosting, Essendon up there. Uh, Patton and Ward out for GWS. Danaher and Hooker out for Essendon. Yeah, yeah. GWS. Yeah, so I reckon GWS, that's... but GWS is interesting. I don't. Where's their improvement coming from this year? It's still a young list. Yeah, they're, is not, that a, they're not that young. Though. Is that a serious question you're asking me? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. to sorry, oh. GWS. It's up to you. you can um, answer it if you want. Oh, well, I don't know the answer. Um, <laughs> but I, but I would imagine GWS. Not, will... You know what? I apologise. That won't happen again. <laughs> I will say, just just for those from Heath Shaw. I'll say if you want to have a punt, be careful. First couple of rounds. Because oh, this form hasn't yeah. sorted itself out. And the new rules. You don't know what's, That's it. how it's yeah. going to affect right. everyone. So, And finally, the Dockers host uh, the Kangaroos. Pretty much even even over there. Two. Over there. Tough, that's a tough game, isn't it? Dockers are not having the ideal preparation. Yeah. Kangaroos probably have. That's a flip of the coin, isn't it, really? Yep. I'm going to go with Fremantle. Mm-hmm. I, I think Fremantle. But only if they've changed their game plan. Look, this will, this will stun people listening. I'll take North to be different. Okay. But we might be able to put this in so much depth on paper Thursday morning on all our socials. Our are we, tips. Are when we, you uh, say we, when we say we, you mean you. I'll, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> emailing you. you. And right, if you yeah. reply, I'll put them up. Are we doing a footy? Is this a, we're doing a footy tipping competition? Or oh, is this, yeah. this is just a, Between a us. No? Oh, so, so, we'll oh, we're so going to have serious. a leaderboard. Right, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's the who went? What, what do we get? Or who? What's Fake. the punishment if we lose? Faking. Oh no! Let, no let, we'll leave it up to the listener. Leave right. it up yep. to our listeners. All they right. can decide the the if if you win Ralph, what we've got to do. If you win yeah. Swanee, fine. Right. Right. Sounds good. We've got twenty three weeks to figure it out. So yeah, appreciate. And we, we got twenty three weeks to avoid anything that's really bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Appreciate everyone who has taken the time to follow us and get in yeah. involved. We appreciate leave messages. Sheen as well. We really Absolutely. appreciate Sheen. One three hundred repair. If you happen to be unlucky enough to be in a bingle, and if you're happy to be unlucky enough to have ordered some really shit house stubby holders, <laughs> stand by. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 